Hello, Internet. <laughs> My voice cracked. Damn it. I almost had a clean one. Hello, Internet, and welcome to Say Report Junior. Uh, uh, God, podcast. That's what we are. I don't know what almost came out of my mouth. Uh, it's early. Rewinding. One more time. I'm not helping Third attempt. You. I know you're not. Hello, Internet, and welcome to Stay Report Junior, a podcast you should be listening to, subscribe to, and downloading every week. I'm one of your host companions, Zach Sarewick. And I'm your other host, Dale Decker. <laughs> I just said it was morning. I know it's water, but I just said it was morning, and the first thing you do yep. is crack open a can. Yep. Oh, um, man. Nice, refreshing Schweppes, not sponsored, seltzer water. <laughs> Schweppes not sponsored. I really want the funny thing is that I feel like Schweppes is one of the things you put in a you put in in place of anything like I mean, it's owned by Pepsi. It is a brand name, but is also it? Yes. Never knew that. Never but knew it, it was owned like, by Pepsi. It, yeah, because it feels like the most generic thing in the world. Like ginger ale of all things feels like you can't you can't have branded you can't you can't pay for the licensing on ginger ale. That seems ridiculous. Who would ever do that? All, all ginger ale is public domain. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, cause, well, hold on. There's different types of ginger ale, so what? I mean, kind there's of. There's Schweppes. Yes. There's Canada Dry. There's yeah, but they all look exactly Stop the shop same. brand. But they're all green bot. Like, I mean, obviously knockoffs always do that. But like, even when you talk about the actual things, like Canada Dry and Schweppes look like these. Like the same person Whoa. sat down grafted those two things to get like at the same time well so does cola cola no, is always no. red yes, yes it is no, yes it knock is off, knockoff cola is but that's because they're trying to trick you but pepsi and coke decidedly look different well, yes those are, that's but what i pepsi mean Pepsi still has red in it it's in its pepsi. label oh my god <laughs> cherry pepsi's got red in it i is schweppes the last name is that just a word someone was like hey we need a name for our seltzer water what could we get it's kind of like a it's kind of like a portmanteau of seltzer and water. There's an S and a W in it. It, it honestly sounds like an old timey word, like Schweppes. Like someone, like, someone I'm do... really thirsty. Yeah, Schweppes this up then. So, someone, someone do the the entomology. Is that it? Yes. The entomology. Etymology. Etymology. I think entomology is bugs. Is I think it? etymology is words. Well, yes. do whatever you do. Figure out the history of Schweppes, please, and get back to us. Send it to us on Twitter. Yeah. Or comment. I don't know. How are you, Zach? <laughs> I, this episode's off the rails already. It's fine. I mean, I opened, so how are you is actually how oh, this works. Oh, that's true, huh? We go the opposite <laughs> way? Uh, I'm good. Uh, it's been two weeks since we last uh, casted um, our voices out into the internet. Do you think that's why it's called a podcast? Because you're just casting them out there and hoping to God somebody listens? Yes. Yeah. Where did Pod <laughs> come from? iPod. It was literally when iTunes was created. It was, here's a thing you oh, can put on your iPod. It's a cast. Go. It's a broadcast. It's actually broadcast, but also. it's. We're learning the origin uh, of words today. Also, like, not to completely derail things again. Did you know? So, this is extremely local. B101, yes. our local oldie station here in Rhode Island. Um, they are owned by iHeartRadio now, like many road, like many radio stations. They're, they're propped up by iHeartRadio. And, uh, when you listen to their radio station, they straight up say that they are 
podcasting from whatever building they're in. They don't say broadcasting anymore. Interesting. It took me a long time to realize that that's what was happening because I listened to it a lot at work. But every time that their little stinger would come up, I would like be like, how come they're saying broadcast so weird? That's not even like a Rhode Island accent. What's going on? And I realized it's because what they're saying is B101 podcasting from blah, blah, blah. And I was like, wait, they just straight up call it that now? Interesting. Even as a radio station, they're just calling it podcasting now. Interesting. Ugh. Weird. I haven't heard that because I mainly am listening to Spotify and Sirius XM now. Hey, uh, <laughs> I haven't listened to actual radio in so long. Which makes that's me fine. sad. Much, much like TV, it just plays the same ads over and over, well, which that's is the very thing. annoying. But the thing is, is like sometimes the thing with me is that so I have Sirius XM, right? So I feel like I need to be listening to Sirius XM to get my money's worth. But every once in a while, I'll throw on like 93.3 or, you know, Pro FM or something. Um, all, if you don't live in Rhode Island, you don't know what that these are. That means nothing. These mean nothing to you. These are just Especially words. Especially Pro FM. I also love that Pro FM. You didn't even say the number on that one. Yeah, because I never can 93. remember. 93.3 is one thing. Pro FM is a different thing. Because here's the thing. I never remember. I can never. It's... I always second guess myself anytime I start to say the call numbers for Pro FM. Cause 90, I, well, you know what the problem it's is? 92 it's 92.3. Point... Yeah. So there's 92.3, there's 92.3, they're really much the same channel. But but the thing is, is that I always want to say the high school radio station call numbers instead of the actual Pro FM call numbers. So I'm like, but then nobody knows what the WCVY, except for people from Coventry High School. Like I don't remember what the uh, I don't remember what Anchor Radio's number was when I you were on campus. I, I don't think it reached. To it. All I know about all I knew about it was that it reached farther off campus than it should have because they were definitely using a tower they weren't supposed to be using. Yeah. It was seven that. years ago. I don't think anyone could get in trouble now. I'm sure they fixed it. Yeah. The people running Maybe. it then are not there anymore, which makes me think that somebody fixed it to make it more legit. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, um, but yeah, I always feel like I need to w- listen to Sirius XM. But now I have Spotify Premium, so I'm like, I don't know what to do. I can choose between Billy Joel channel, <laughs> pretty much, or listen to or just crazy. all of Billy Joel, or just, just all, or of, Billy all Joel. of Billy Joel, and sprinkle in some other stuff from my Spotify list. Uh, but yeah, where did this even start? I don't, I don't know. This don't is the nature of this know. show. I've been thinking about this because it's been a while since we've really talked about what this show is about, especially since I've moved back and we've met in real life now. So I think it's like, like the premise got a little, the, yeah, the, the premise got a little wonky because yeah. it used to be we're building a friendship having not met each other and we're using the podcast as an excuse to talk every week. And now it's just, we're just continuing that friendship. And guess what? It's just an excuse to talk every week. Exactly. Because, like, we work all the time. <laughs> so, like, oh, spoiler alert, we haven't seen each other in human space, like, since, since C2, C2, was, C2 here. was here. Two years here, we got drinks. And before that, it was the concert that we podcasted yep. about. Yep. So, like, we're yeah. just busy. <laughs> when you get to be older, it gets harder and harder to, like, make the time to see your friends and stuff because you're working all the time. I would like I see my friends on a regular basis because of D and D, and that's it. I haven't <laughs> seen my friends outside of D and D except like once or twice in the last like three months. Yeah, well, like, so this is just I have a my good Monday reason. Hangout days. Yeah, see, you have to like make a weekly thing, or else <laughs> nobody has time to schedule it. Unless you make it part of the schedule, nobody has time to actually like sit down and do it. 
So that's your life lesson, kids. If you want to have friends when you're older, they're, you schedule them just like work. <laughs> oh, man. You can try to be spontaneous, but sometimes... There's a, yeah, the problem with spontaneous the, the is that most people... of the time, someone goes, oh, I actually don't have time for that right now. Yeah. Oh, man. But uh, anyways, yeah. There, I've, 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 reinvested, um... I've, re I've reinvented our show. There, we're done. Jeez. Anyway, moving on. Uh, yeah, no, so two weeks since we last talked, um, I, where to start? So I've seen movies, but I'm not really, I, I've seen enough movies, but too much movies to really get into them. Biggest Anything that, thing, like, hugely, like, so blows your mind that you need to talk about? The biggest one that I think everybody needs to see is, uh, 21 Bridges. It was Oh, really, did you actually see that? You actually enjoyed it? Yeah. Actually. What? Sorry. I assumed when it got shuffled into the worst weekend for anything to yeah. open, which is against another Disney movie, which I'm pretty certain Disney has stake in 21 Bridges. Anyway, uh, I just assumed that maybe it wasn't as good as they hoped it was. No, it's incredible. Everybody should go see it. I don't want to give too much away. It it was incredible. Truly incredible. <laughs> so that's all I really... It, until like you see it or until you know it the, the spoiler break happens whatever um yeah i don't want to get too much into it because it's a movie that like if i i almost a hundred percent spoiled it for like a groom of people because i almost said one sentence that would which have is been, funny it would have I, ruined the entire movie like it would have been because no it, it it wouldn't have been worth it for the for them to to watch it um which is not something I think I would have expected anyone to say about 21 Bridges. Like, I saw that trailer, and not even that the trailer gave away a lot, which I'm sure it did. I really wasn't, like, yeah. I mean, like not, not, not processing not really. it. I was processing what, was seeing, what I was seeing in front of me, but my brain immediately was like, I'm going to forget half of this because I'm not really that into this uh, this movie. Mm. So, like, it, most of that went out of my brain. So, But I remember watching that trailer and thinking, oh, okay, I know exactly what this movie is. Yeah. Like, I don't need – I don't think I'm going to be go and be, like – hyper surprise i think i felt the same way about black and blue though and i think mm -hmm. that's just because like cop like crime movies these days especially like studio ones are all pretty boilerplate <laughs> so like hearing that oh no there are things worth like keeping from the audience because it changes the way you view the movie kind yeah. of thing exists in this movie it's like oh okay that actually makes me think that this movie is worth watching yeah. then no it definitely is definitely um and I say this as someone who every time there's like a horror movie that comes out, I know exactly what's going to happen to that horror movie and I go watch it. So exactly. who am I to judge I mean, the thing is... movies because they're predictable? Yeah. <laughs> the thing I... is, uh, it's an argument that Devin and I have a lot where it's like we, we've seen too many movies or we, we, we like I'll watch a movie and be like, well, I wasn't surprised because I've seen a movie before. Like I've seen any movie before. Um, but I don't get upset when things are predictable um, too, too much unless your predictability is taking me out of the movie. You know what and, I mean? And like, I have heard – I listen to a lot of bad movie podcasts because <laughs> that's what I do. And the best way that I've ever heard that sort of thing framed is there's a difference between a movie being predictable and a movie assuming that you've seen other movies, which happens a lot. So like the bad, ver the bad writing version of that – is there are things that just don't get explained or that are only explained by the fact that you've seen other movies so you know how this works. Yeah. 
and that's different than someone actually put the effort, even though it was predictable or a little cliche. Someone still put the effort to put in the things in the movie so that if someone who doesn't watch a bunch of movies watches it and knows what's going on, the problem with the other side of that where someone writes a movie assuming you've seen other movies so you know how this works uh, that means that someone who doesn't watch a lot of movies will watch that and be completely lost yeah. because they don't have the structure to understand what the hell's going on. Yeah, my my philosophy has always been: if you entertain me enough, I don't care if you're a bad movie. I don't care if you're a good movie. I just care that you took me out of real life for a few hours. Like you just made me forget about stuff for a few hours and let me live in your world. That's kind of how I view movies in a lot of way. Um, and that's a whole other thing why, like, I don't love critics that much because I, they are looking at it from one dimension. Um, whereas movies sh really shouldn't, just like any art, cannot be looked at from one dimension unless otherwise explicitly said. But generally, you can't look at art from one dimension. And yeah, so anyways... <laughs> I really wanted you to say you can't look at art from one direction because I was going to make I some joke about One did. Direction not being art, but I didn't I, have anything oh. good to back it up. That's rude. Come on. That's, I, that's why. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. Um, no, but yeah, that's a whole other conversation for a whole other time. But yeah, definitely go see 21 Bridges. Um, the other thing I did... Uh, two weeks ago, Chadwick Boseman deserves to get uh, uh, to first people to go see a movie in which he's not playing a character adapted from a uh, comic or the life of another human being. Yeah, that's he, all he's, true too. Because like he was like, because he was James Brown, right? He was in the James Brown movie, I think. I don't. And know. he's in, um, oh, uh, forty two. He plays Jackie Robinson. Jackie Robinson. Yep. Right. And he's in, That's I a... think, the James Brown movie. And he did the one uh, a couple of years ago that was the um, the first, like, black um... or justice, I think. And I cannot remember that name, which makes me terrible at history. It also the whitest man ever. I apologize. Um, but then, like, and then he was Black Panther. Like, his huge roles are all adaptive roles. He was also a god in Gods of Egypt. But we don't have to talk about Gods of Egypt. No, we uh, do. Gods of Egypt is an incredible movie. It's uh, great. I love it. I love every second of it. Especially movie Chadwick Boseman. Where a lot of white British dudes play Egyptian people. Anyway. Yeah, I know. It's a terrible yeah. movie in that <laughs> sense. It's a terribly, it's a terrible, like, diverse. It's a very old school movie It's a in that very way. old school movie, and it's bad with its diversity. And I will say that, but still, that movie's so stupid that it's fun. There you go. Um, um, so, so, so yes, I mean, it, go, go watch 21 Bridges, if only to give Chadwick Boseman the chance to do other original roles. <laughs> I just love Chadwick Boseman. And, and I do, too. He's he a great does. actor. There's nothing wrong with the way that worked out. Oh, it's Marshall. Just, very clear. Was it Marshall? Yes, Marshall. Marshall. Yep. That uh, movie's incredible. Have you seen that? Uh, no, oh. but I saw the ad a bunch of times, and it looked good. Um, it's incredible. But, but, I mean, that's just a whole other conversation about, like, black actors in general who only ever really seem to get a break when they're doing, you know, a black history film because Hollywood sucks. So, like, yes, more original roles for Chadwick Boseman, please. Um, I saw Knives Out. Oh, did you? Hold on. Hold on. Before we get to Knives Out, because I have not seen it yet. Well, I'm not going to go. Yeah, see, because right. you haven't seen it, I'm not going to go very deep into it. Was it good? But, Oh, it was excellent. Good. It was excellent. It's a very different movie than you think going in. 
it's uh we're gonna talk about this when i get it deep into my star wars conversation later but i've become acutely aware of the three-act structure of film recently i don't know why i don't think it, i don't know if it's just that like movies are being more blatant with their like turn from act one to two to three or if it's just that i'm seeing more movies than usual <laughs> but like the, the that movie changes after act one in a way that i was not expecting yeah so like i spent most of act two having to readjust to that which was still good but it was like a weird dip in the middle of that movie just because my brain was like wait this is a different movie than i thought it was it, it won me back in act three is excellent but i was like oh my god hold on <laughs> hold um, on stop for a second yeah i as soon as i learned really learned about the three act structure i uh anytime i watched a movie i had to forget about it so I could just enjoy the movie. The only time I really pay attention to uh, acts or beats or anything is if your movie is not entertaining me. <laughs> right, and that's the, and that's so the thing. So I'm basically that I think like, it's... all right, when is the when is the rock bottom part? When is the time that we're gonna be almost over with this shit? Like, right, and it's just the fact that like it's very clear. Like, it, it, it's a clarity thing. And the, here's the thing: a three act structure like that, like a play structure like that, can work for some movies. And I think it actually does work for *Knives Out*, which is a film that takes place largely in the same location and leaving me like, oh, hey, like a play. That actually almost works that way. So it's not a bad thing. It's just the thing that like sometimes you like it, it changes your expectation, especially from the marketing of that movie, to be like, oh, actually, this is kind of a different movie. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> you have to like. That's the other problem is marketing is just bad on some things. So, like, you don't want to give too much away, but also you can't not give some stuff away because then you give different expectations for what a movie is. And then a perfectly good movie gets slammed because people don't get what they're expecting out of it. It's mm -hmm. a whole other problem. Yeah. Um, but anyway. So, yeah. So what I wanted to talk about really was I rewatched Ready Player One. Two oh, weeks yeah. Ago. Devin mentioned that uh, on Say Report, and then we didn't record. Did it come off any better? No! <laughs> it came off way worse. I thought this was going to be the weird Ready Player One redemption story. No! Oh, Absolutely man. not. Absolutely I'm so sorry. Not. Yeah, no, so a friend of mine uh, had never seen it, but she read the book. Um, so she and I would always like kind of shit on it. <laughs> so oh, okay. this was not someone who like really loved the book and was going into this. This was someone who already was like Equally, down on the story. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, she and I were out uh, uh, to dinner or whatever talking about it, and I'm like, you know, we should we should really watch Ready Player One together because I think it would be fun. And she agreed. So we had so we found it. The thing that's first of all sucked was c I figured Ready Player One might be in the $5 bin already at Walmart. Not the case. Not the case not at with all. The, no, no, no. Not with all the licensing in that movie. Uh, They'd never make their money back. <laughs> well, like, Pixels was in the $5 bin at one point. That has a bunch of licensing in it. It's all that Namco has a bunch and of, Nintendo. That has a bunch of, that has a bunch of 1984 uh, licensing to it, even though everything Still? in that movie should be from before 1982, and that's the biggest problem in that movie. So... Jesus. But still... Never gonna let like, Pixels get away with that. But, but, <laughs> but, can't you argue that Ready Player One is all the 80s shit? But also all the 90s shit. And, no, it's also all the 80s shit people care about. Like, I'm sorry. People care about video games, but people do not care... The... Hmm. Trim there are a lot Lizak. of... 
there are a lot of people that care about 1980s video games, clearly. But because of the nature of the video game world in the video game industry, it's not like you still have to pay $40 for a Pac-Man game unless yeah. it's like a brand new version of it. So like you can get a Pac-Man license cheap. Yeah. You can get Donkey Kong license cheap if you're doing the original Donkey Kong game and not any Donkey Kong from now. So like so like there's those are cheap because the video game industry is bad. But out of all of the video games that show up in then movies and TV that shows up in Ready Player One is specifically designed to be like, we pick stuff we know people like so that they think they like this movie. So oh, it's so terrible. But uh, yeah, so so that the the mission to try and find the movie was difficult because it wasn't you couldn't rent it on Prime. Uh, you couldn't rent it on YouTube. There, the whole movie is on YouTube for free, though. Um, apparently, like but ripped for free. I don't know. Um, we ended up uh, doing a free trial of Cinemax, I believe, and watched <clears throat> it that way. Um, because I was kind of nervous about the YouTube one, because I was like scrubbing through and I didn't remember the movie as much as I thought I did. So I'm like, that doesn't look right how this is being cut together like it just it's didn't also, seem yeah, right that that sounds um, like a sort of thing where multiple parts had existed someone spliced yeah. it together and then maybe <clears throat> ran, and then maybe flipped the screen yeah. so that so the I just, youtube algorithm didn't yeah. notice i just yeah. didn't want to mess with that so yeah we ended up doing a free trial but like trying to find the movie was ridiculous um <laughs> but so already starting off great yes <laughs> um so we start we start the movie and like instantly Instantly, I am reminded of how much I do not like this movie <laughs> because it starts off with uh, I don't even remember what what song it is, but it's like the super 80s uh, music, like wicked in your face 80s. And I'm like, I, I look at my friend. I'm like, I need you to understand. I'm already done. <laughs> she was like, I'm in the same boat. So I'm like, cool, we can only go up from here, right? No, <laughs> um, that is not the case. Never discount the fact that a lateral move from crappy to crappy to crappy is not any better. <laughs> oh, my God. So bad. So the movie starts, and, like, it it gives you – my friend my friend, uh, freaking timed it. And – Nine minutes of exposition. Well, it's based on a book, Dale. I Books know. have words. You're going to put Zach. words in the movie if there's words in the book. I know, Zach, but nine minutes. How am minutes. I supposed to ever world build without words? But nine minutes. <laughs> nine minutes. Legit nine. A, a Gregorian sixth of an hour. <laughs> Awful. So we're watching it, and she's like, I can't believe they're still explaining stuff. I can't either. I've seen the movie. And so it finally gets to the first key or whatever. And they're setting up for the race. And she's like, um, is the key not on the school planet? And I'm like, I don't even know what you're talking about. What oh, school planet? Oh, because she planet? read the book. Yeah. Yeah. So, so um, we're, we're watching. And I'm like, what school planet? She goes, the first, and she explains to me that the first key is on the school planet because the guy who created the Oasis wanted – because school is free for anybody who can't go to school. So school is free in the Oasis, 
which like logistically terrible idea. Um, well, that starts into the whole uh, economics of this whole thing, that's... where for a game, for a movie that starts off with ninety minutes of exposition, they do not explain why this video game is the economic powerhouse of the universe, and yet yeah. it is. Yeah. So all thing, sorts of problems. The thing is, is that like I'm thinking of that, and I'm like, all right. First of all, they give uh, what's his name? Will? Not Will. What's the? His name is Percival. Player in... one. Player. They give player one. They give the dude. <laughs> It's WW because he wanted an alliterative name because his dad wanted to give him an alliterative name like Peter and also, Parker. And also because <gasps> Will Wheaton exists in the universe and also read the fucking audiobook. But anyway. Anyways. <clears throat> so he has – so they give the dude like a free rig because he can't go to school. But so here's me. Here's me thinking of that, right? I hear that and I'm like, all right. If you're giving me a free thing that lets me go into a virtual world where I can play video games all day, I'm not going to school. <laughs> you, you're, not, you're not getting me into a school unless you put locks or some shit on it. I'm not going to school. You're not, that's not going to happen. And also, kids are just, or, or parents, I could totally see fraud ridding, like, like, being the worst thing in this world, I already can see that, but, like, everybody's like, my kid, we can't afford school. Give my kid a free rig. Or a kid who, like, uh, like, an orphaned kid being like, I can't go to school. Give me a free rig. Well, I mean, that's actually cause to get a free rig. Probably. I don't know. This world is ridiculous. The world of Freddy Player One is ridiculous. That's the problem of, like, there's, like, in, like, more socialist societies, you would do something like that because everybody's taxes are paying into it. But the incentive to that is that people need to work so that their taxes pay into that. And also, then it's good for everybody. There's not, like, a system of, well, if you can't afford it, you can do this. But if you can't afford it, you can't. It's like, no, you just do it for everybody. The affordability thing should not be a factor because that creates this issue. Yeah. But that's so. but so the thing was is that he, he <clears throat> put the key on the school planet so everybody could have equal opportunity to get to the key. It didn't matter of like skill or anything, I guess. Like it didn't matter if you had a good car for the race or whatever. It 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 just like everybody had equal access. But like that's also kind of not a great setup because you have people going to school. I don't know. This is just me looking at it. Like, you have people going to school. If they're in school, they don't have the same access as somebody who, like, can just take a day off work and search around the school yes. planets. Yes, like, Dale, it's you're not, absolutely correct. It's that is not fact, equal. That is, in fact, the problem with that. Like, um, it's yeah. not yeah. equal in any sense. So it's still not good. But I'm like, that's... It's at least better than the stupid race where you need to cheat pretty much to win by going or, or to backwards. At least, or, I was going to say, you need to at least not play the game you're playing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so so we're watching it, and so she explains that to me, and I'm like, oh, my God, that's this is already, like, worse than, like, the book. I Now I need to read the book because that's more interesting to me than what is being presented to me in the movie. Oh, Dale, don't worry. It's still as poorly structured as the movie, just oh, in a different I'm way. Sure. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. But it's just, yeah, I'm I'm kind of happy that she also didn't like it. Um, just because, like, it makes me, it, it makes me feel like not crazy. It's a confirmation that you're yeah, not losing your mind exactly. when you watch this. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, but yeah, we're just watching it, and I'm like, oh, there's so many, and we've already talked about this, and I'm explaining the stuff to Devin, and Devin's like, you've already told me this, Dale. You didn't rediscover these things. You just remembered them, and I'm like, they're just so bad, Devin. They're just so bad. But the whole, like, you have a team of people who know these games, and you can't figure out these simple things that are going on in the oh i can't i can't it makes me so upset it's such a terrible movie (laughs) uh but yeah so that's how i spent two fridays ago two fridays ago (laughs) and it still irks you this badly oh my god it's just i haven't been able to talk to it on a podcast i'll talk about it on the podcast yet i'm able to get it out of your system (laughs) oh yeah but yeah no it was bad um but thanksgiving was good Thanksgiving was oh, great. Oh, yeah, Thanksgiving happened. Thanksgiving my, happened. My Thanksgiving was working from 4 a.m. to 3 in the afternoon and then sleeping. So, like, mm. that's all of my – my Thanksgiving was when Siegen visited and we actually had family over oh, and nice. did stuff. Yeah, like, that's, that's like... – Oh, man. I played Japanese rhythm games, too, this this past weekend. Cool. Which cool. Were, were awesome. Like, Can you tell um, what you're doing well or like? Uh, yeah. Oh, definitely. So it's like it's one of those games where it's half Japanese, half English. Um, oh, you know, one of those games. <laughs> yeah. So like it like the combos, it'll be like, oh, combo. Oh, good. Perfect. Fail. Blah, blah, blah. Like the word, those kind of words are in English. But like the tutorial, most of the tutorials are in Japanese. So I'm like, I'll press here when I need to. I'll press here. Uh, but you remember that place round one that we went to? Yes. When, like, you first got here. Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> it was, like, our first hangout time. Um, so at that place, they have these, they're, like, new rhythm games, and they're straight from Japan, and they are the most fun arcade rhythm games I've ever played. One of them was called, um, I think, Musica, <clears throat> and you had, like, Five buttons kind of things, right? Kind of the size of the bongo, the heads of the bongos for Donkey Konga. Okay. Um, so you have those, you have those buttons, right? And you have to hit them when, you know, they're on the screen, obviously, like any rhythm game. But there are also, they also spin, so they, they can spin in a 360. <clears throat> and so there will be times where there will be like a little twister image on the screen, and you have to spin the button spin Jesus. the bongo head in time with it and then there are other times where it's a longer spin so you like are hitting away and then you have to spin and then you have to hit some more things and the twister will go down the screen and come back and you have to spin it again on time it was so much fun it was the most fun i've ever had it's like playing with five separate boppets at the same it was, time. Yeah, I mean, pretty bop much. Bop it, spin it, pull it, spin it, bop it, bop it, spin it, bop it, spin it, it pull it, but <laughs> pretty much, it's pretty much exactly what it was. So much fun, like, ugh, so good. That's it. Cool. <laughs> really, all and Pokemon. I've been playing Pokemon. I've almost beaten it. I'm so um, close. The only thing, the, okay, my only. I'm gonna beat it today. I'm going I, to beat it today. It, it's funny. So I'm only I'm, I'm still pretty much where I was the last time we played because I got distracted by so many things this last couple of weeks. And I am a slow, slow Pokemon player, mostly so that I can draw it out. Yeah. Um, but it, it, I'm up through the third gym now. Okay. And like what hasn't happened yet is they haven't given me the um, uh, every Pokemon game is basically a lead up to an apocalypse before you stop it. 
is the story of this game also apocalyptic in any way? Do, do you want me to tell it? I just want to know if it does. Like, do, I don't need details. Uh, I just want to know much. if it gets. Okay. Yeah. Because I get like a little bit of a hint of that, but all I could think is like all like, like I think about the team. Team Yell in this is just a bunch of fanboys for a character who seems perfectly pleasant. Like you oh, run yeah. into her a couple of times, and she's like the nicest person in the world, but all of her fans are just like so They're... down like so trying too hard to to like protect her for some reason yeah. that they're there... kind of shitty about it there are some times where it like teeters where i'm like oh marnie am i reading you wrong right <laughs> but no i love she i love the character of marnie it's the uh it's what's so his name in the jacket much. that's actually like the little shit oh bd that's what yes. i call him i call him bd Had... you're a b or bd like, or yeah, yeah it's Nobody know. I've been calling him Beady because yep. I think it's the. I was calling him Bead because <laughs> that's a ridiculous name, but I Beady is what I've settled yep. on. Yeah. So like I've run into him a couple of times, and he's the closest <laughs> I've come to like a Team Rocket esque like yeah. shady character yeah. in the whole thing so far. Uh, so that's all I wanted to know. I'll, so I mean, hold I'll on. Keep going, but I was just curious. Third gym is the fire gym. Is the fire gym okay? Yeah. Gosh. So I got through the I got through the fire gym and now I have to go through the wild area to get to the next town and I just keep getting so, held up. Yeah, like, what if you? Like what do you do? You just like hang out in the wild area area. Wild area route. Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. Wild area routes. I do a bunch of things. There's and that. I listen to podcasts. I watch some shows on my phone while I do it. It's nice. Do it's you? Relaxing. Do you? Are you trying to like just fill up your Pokedex before you? No, no, no. I'm not catching everything. What I'm literally doing is like I take my Pokemon. So I, I've cut it down to just the Gen 8 Pokemon so I can keep my brain from exploding because uh -huh. I've got 80 Pokemon now. Uh -huh. uh, so I stick. So my new rule, <laughs> which I've changed many times already, is that I'm only using Gen 8 Pokemon to actually play the game right now. And then I'll go and like fill the Pokedex later. That's, but what I yeah, do, what I, I still have you know, a dozen or so of those. So that's, or I mean, almost 30, I think at this point. So that's more than a team of six. So I take a team of six out and I level them up to whatever number I've decided. I think I'm at like, cause, cause I can catch up to 30 and then, no, I can, and then up to 50 to will, and then up to 50 will obey me, but I can catch up to 30. Like that's their whole thing with the wild areas that you can run into Pokemon so strong that they're just not going to let you catch them. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's where I'm at with, with those three badges. So like, I'm like, okay, well, I'll just get everybody up to level, like, 26, 27, and then I'll go forward. Because I don't know what the gym is yet, let alone what the levels are going to be. So but I'll sit there and take a team of six, get fight, keep fighting for experience until everyone's up to that level, and then I'll swap them out for another six and do it again, and then swap them out for another six and do it again. And as you catch more Pokemon, that becomes a much more tedious process. <laughs> so, huh. That's yeah. very interesting. You do know – okay – um, that most of them are not no. going to ever be used because at no, some no, point no. they're going to be weak to every Pokemon I come against. No, 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 no. Not oh. even that. Um, you've done max raids, right? Yes, you get the poke. Yes, you get the the levels. That's fine, and I do that every now yeah, and then. Yeah, you get the, the experience share. You get the, the experience candies. Right, but you only get a handful of them, and you don't get experience for that battle itself. So that's so twenty minutes many. to get four poke to get four candies. So many candies. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like like that's less like feels like playing the game. I mean, and you're sort of playing the game, but again, it's that can be so. It's part of the game. It's a game. It's a viable I, strategy. I know. No, it's a perfectly viable strategy. I'm not saying it's wrong to do that. It's just that for me, that feels like even, I don't know. That feels less like I'm playing the game that way to me. 
then just, I don't know why. I don't know why. Like pumping, like I've never but, been a I've never been a player that pumps candy into my characters. But leveling so up Pokemon that you'll never use. Uh huh. Is is more playing the game. Uh huh. Than just, <laughs> than just using candy. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I get it. I I'm guess. using them in those fights because I'll never use them in a gym battle, but I'll use them in those fights for a little bit. So but they like, still get used and played with at the camp. But it's almost like false false hope for these Pokemon. Hi, they're still getting used. They're still getting exercise. They're still doing things. They're just yeah. not being used in the main but, battles. But like, oh, I don't know. I give too much, uh, anth I, I anthropomorphize Pokemon too much. Uh, <laughs> to be like, all right, you guys are staying in the box. I, I mean, I still use the candy I when I use them. Like, I I've, I've started I using... I've started using the candy for like the lower level stuff every yeah. now and then, but I don't like, I'm not like going out and just doing for an hour and a half, a bunch of raids and then coming back with a bunch of candy, which yeah. is the way I should do it. Cause that cuts out so much time, but you know, what can I say? I'm the world's, I'm a dumb Pokemon trainer. So I have only been the champion once the entire time I've played Pokemon in my entire okay. life. It's all right. I, I mean, it's fine. It's how you play it. <laughs> I just don't get it. <laughs> but that's fine. I'm not supposed to get it. Uh, I'm trying, like... You're trying to process it. I can hear yeah. it. I can hear your brain trying to process how this game works for I me. mean, I guess it's... you. Like you said, you're trying to draw it out a little bit more. You're trying to keep your Pokemon at the same level and play with them at the camp and all that. So that part I totally get, but like, that's all end game for me because, and it's mainly because I'm a person where if I walk away from a story, it's why I don't love open world games, uh, like, um, mm. like fallout or something. If I'm a person who walks away from the main story for too long, I will be like, wait, what's going on? <laughs> wait, what's the next thing on. about, that's the nice thing about Pokemon. The main story is you're just going to the next town to fight the gym. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's not much else you need to remember. Well, if you haven't learned about the the like, as you say, post -apo the po the apocalyptic stuff, she goes down in Pokemon. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. This game is so good. Every game is someone else running a evil team of people has decided they're going to awaken some sort of legendary Pokemon that will bring about the apocalypse. <laughs> Every game is like that. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> it's very, it's a predictable game. Even <laughs> X and Y. Even X and Y is like, oh, yeah, I've decided that people suck, so I'm going to awaken this legendary Pokemon to wipe all the people off the planet. Bye. Yep. Well, <sighs> X and Y is also, yeah, X and Y is also where it explains the two-game structure. Uh, does it? I don't think I ever noticed that. Yeah. It, that they're just in a multiverse? They're in a multiverse, right? Uh, kind of. So it's like, um, a giant comet there, there was this like giant and, um, he loved this Pokemon so much. And then I think the flower. Yep. And then I think, yeah. And then I think the Pokemon died and he got all upset and then a comet came and it split the world in two. And that's why we have two Pokemon games. God, that sounds like someone after like 20 years is just frustrated with people asking why <laughs> they have to buy two games. It's like, I don't know. I mean, the real answer is money. But if you need a stupid in-universe answer, fine. The world is split in two. The answer. <laughs> done. Stop asking. Yeah. That's like I learned. Um, <laughs> this is 
very dumb, but this could be our transition into Star Wars. Star Wars. Um, someone, I, I read that the uh, Last Jedi novelization <laughs> used the um, connection between Rey and Kylo to explain in Force Awakens when she uses the Jedi mind trick on the guy when she's in the torture chair. And she uses it, and it works. And a bunch of idiots decided that that was a problem, that she tried a Jedi mind trick, and it worked, because how dare she use a Jedi mind trick without years of training first? And apparently the uh, writer of The Last Jedi novelization found that to be so dumb, because it was, that they were just like, uh, see, their connection means that she was able to use a bunch of, like, as soon as the Force was awakened in her, ah. she was able to use a bunch of Force stuff, like, really powerfully because he was basically, like, background downloading Kylo Ren information into her brain. <laughs> like, there, is that a good enough explanation for you people? <laughs> My God. Uh, but, yeah, so uh, Attack of the Clones is still a bad movie, and we need to talk about it. <laughs> is Attack of the Clones... Episode 2. Nope, that's, that's not going to help me. Anakin, and uh, that's the first time Hayden Christensen shows up, and it's a little shit until Natalie Portman decides that I guess he deserves a girlfriend. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so hey. let's rewind for a second. I've been playing Jedi Fallen Order, <laughs> and that game is so good that it reignited my love for Star Wars again. In the same way that, like, every time a new Star Wars movie comes out, I'm reminded, oh, yeah, I like this franchise. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's very easy to forget that over months of them not being out. But Jedi Fallen Order is such a good game. It's such a good game. Cal Kestis is maybe one of my favorite mm -hmm. protagonists in a Star Wars story mm -hmm. because he's not, like, it would be so easy, especially in the video game world, to be like, here's an angry guy who's just jaded by war and rah 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 and yeah. instead it's just like no he's just a nice dude yeah trying he was to a jedi. live his life yeah he was a jedi couldn't be a jedi anymore he went into hiding and he still has hope for the future so he joins up in this mission yeah. it's like cool he's a perfectly decent dude then yeah <laughs> nice uh and that clip story goes places but i know dale hasn't gotten very nope. far so we won't i have literally um, only um, beaten the tutorial planet yeah uh, <laughs> so, so when you say beating the tutorial planet, did you get to like? I got to the vault, talked to the hologram, okay. and that's it. Oh, okay. So you but did I, the so you did the tutorial junkyard, and then the first planet. Yes. Basically. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So that means that means I can explain this. Um, it's a Kingdom Hearts game, in that. <laughs> I had this thought while I was playing the game the other day. I, was I don't like, this really is just remember. I just remember that you have to get to the three shrines or whatever, but yeah. I don't really remember anything else. So, but the reason I've been playing Pokemon. See, if I walk away from a game too long, I forget everything. It's okay. I mean, that's just it. That that game. Per <clears throat> I mean, what you have is the explanation you get yeah. by the end of that first planet. Is yeah, okay. Exactly. There's some stuff you have to go do because yeah. there's inside the vault is uh, something that's important. I don't remember if they tell you yet, so I won't say. Yeah. But there's something in the vault that's important, and the only way to open the vault is to go to a bunch of places and get all the stuff to open the vault. Mm -hmm. But uh, like that, the way to open Kingdom Hearts is to go to the different planets Jesus. and help the different people oh in your gummy in your gummy ship. And you go to different planets, and also you're kind of owned by Disney a little bit, and you go and you use magic and you use fighting <laughs> to help people. And some of these characters are characters you know. And so, there, it's a Kingdom Hearts game. <laughs> Why? Uh, Why? Can we agree that BD1 is the best droid in oh, the whole goddamn world? Droid. 
It's a great droid. Oh, I love BD-1 so much. So, so he's like a little puppy. It's like, like a puppy a, droid. And of course, like all it did was like, oh, if we give them legs, droids can be useful. <laughs> if we give them legs, but don't make them C-3PO, they Aww. can be useful. <laughs> oh, God. So why is Clone uh, Wars a bad so, movie? That no, I no, don't Clone remember. Wars is a great movie. Here's the problem. Wait. Clone Wars is good. Attack of the Clones is oh, bad. Wait. Oh, wait. So God. while I was while I've been playing through Jedi movies, um, I know you you were confused by the timeline of where Jedi was. I mean, it basically tells you right in the game, but I don't. Do you? Can, can I just explain where that is so we can make this make a little more sense? Or are you like really want to figure it out for yourself? I mean. I, little column A, little column B. <laughs> or, like, is, or is part of it that you're just confused because you don't know Star Wars well enough that you just don't know where it is. The thing, here's the thing. It's that I don't care enough about, <laughs> about Star Wars. That, is, that, is that okay? I still that's like fair. Star Wars. No, I just fair. don't care enough about the movie story at all. I don't know. There's I've I've talked about this so much that it's like, like I said, I don't really remember what happens in the first six episodes. I my Star Wars is this current trilogy. That's fair. That is, and and by saying that, I really only care about Rey, Kylo, and Rose. Those are like the three characters, and BB and uh, BB Eight. Those are really the only <laughs> characters I care about. Uh, I cared. I care about Finn in Force Awakens. But I don't like Finn in yeah, his, um, Last I still, Jedi. I I like Ryan Johnson. Dropped the ball on Finn. He just did. Yeah. I'm never gonna. Uh, there it, it is. What um, it is. Loved Poe Poe Dameron <laughs> in Force Awakens. Hate him in Last Jedi. <laughs> I think you're not. I think. I mean, that's supposed to be oh, a rough just, patch for him. He's but he's just so annoying and just <laughs> like a dick. <laughs> I'm like you. Yeah, even being Oscar Isaacs, you're not saving yourself. <laughs> I love Oscar Isaacs. But, like, I don't know. It's just uh, the reason. And, and Last Jedi was not a good movie for me. It really wasn't. <laughs> the best part of that movie was the introduction of Rose. And then everybody hates on Rose. And I'm like, I don't understand. Am I watching these to movies be fair, differently no, than here's people? The thing. Like, you're. Mm. Shitty people on the internet hate on well, Rose, yes. and those are the loudest voices. You should know that Rose is one of the most loved characters in this franchise right uh, yeah, now. Yeah, I know. I hope so. Yeah, so, I'd like to hope just, so. It, yeah. It's just, yeah. I don't know. Last Jedi was a really not a great movie for me because I fell asleep during it. And Did I fall asleep? I definitely fell asleep during Rogue One. I might have fallen asleep during Last Jedi. <laughs> if a movie puts me to sleep, you know it's not good. <laughs> um... Yeah. What was so, I saying? I only care about Kylo. <laughs> so And Calcast. <laughs> so Jedi takes place oh, in, in in the middle of the original six. Yeah, you've movie. already explained that because it takes of place order in between those. Because of Order sixty six yeah. which is the, the order from the Emperor where they the clones basically turned into stormtroopers and then decided to and then had to kill the Jedi. Yep. Like that's why he is living and hiding. Do not so, remember that. Continue. Yeah. So, watching, so playing that, so that is a time. Here's the thing: Solo and Rogue One both take place in the same period. 
because Rogue One is the lead up to New Hope and Solo. More than anything, Solo is probably happening alongside of this thing when you think about the timeline of that movie. Just don't think about it too hard because God knows they probably didn't. But, but like, I, it, no, that's good. <laughs> they should not be so locked into freaking years when they do these things. But um, so it's a time that, like, my brain is just like, I don't need another story between these two between these two sets of trilogies. I just don't. And then I started playing this game, and I was like, oh, actually, <laughs> yeah. when it's a good story, I seems like I don't care, actually. Yeah. But that got me interested in just, like, rewatching basically all of Star Wars before Rise of Skywalker comes out. And I was like, "Mm, well, there's shows I have not watched. I've never watched the Clone Wars TV show, the Rebels TV show. I think the Resistance is going on right now. I've never watched any of those. So I was like, what if I just – I'm watching Mandalorian now. Yeah. The thing with Mandalorian Mandalorian is because of when that takes place, I don't even think about that one either. (laughs) Yeah. That's also another story that's taking place outside of largely this saga. So I wasn't really thinking about it. But um, I was just like, what if I tried a dumb thing? Because Zach does the dumb thing sometimes. It's like, what if I tried to watch all of these, but in chronological, like in-universe chronological order? Not the order in which they were released, but the actual in-universe chronological order of these things. So like episode one and two. Then all of the Clone Wars stuff, then Episode Three, then Solo and Rogue One, then Episode Four, Five, and Six. I can't remember if there's something that happens in between those. Rebels is in there somewhere, in Four, Five, and Six, and then the new trilogy. So like, which includes the Resistance stuff. So I was like, can I do that? I bet I could do that. Let me try and do that. Jesus. So I sat down and watched episode one and two for the first time in a long time. And oh my God, Dale, they did not age. <laughs> they did not. I thought, for like, I really, really wanted to watch them again and be like, okay, these are better than I thought they were. And there's little bits and pieces here that I was like, okay, yeah, I forgot this and this is good and this is good. But I could definitely like, because of like, I watched them and I was like, oh, with years of like movie watching experience now that I didn't have watching these before, I can see the giant glaring problems with these now that that just are so obvious to me that I can't not look away. First off, Disney Plus, and this is maybe or maybe not Disney's fault. I don't know how the deal went down with what they bought from Lucasfilm. This is definitely George Lucas's fault. I blame him for this. The... CGI HG remaster bullshit in these looks so bad. <laughs> like I thought it would look I thought it would be off-putting. It looks bad. Every single every single alien. Every single alien even if they were a puppet in the original has had like an HD thing or like CGI thing put over it. And so it's just like Here's a CGI recreation of this puppet, but like with mid 2000s or early 2010s, like cutscene video game CGI levels of CGI over them. That includes Jar Jar Binks is just a CGI character walking around. Like not even like a like half practical, half C- like no, it just looks like they superimposed CGI Jar Jar Binks into this movie and Watto looks bad everybody looks bad 
so I, bad. I don't. I don't know. I haven't rewatched them. I it's, just it's, remember really liking them. I kind of did when I was a kid, <laughs> but like well, I rewatched like... them before um, Force Awakens came out. Came out, I think, and I was like, "These are good movies. I really enjoy them." I I couldn't. And CGI like... never bugs me. I don't know. Well, that's the thing is I think it's because it's like hyper HD now, because even when they would have come out before, like DVD standard definition, mm. or even like slightly high definition DVD probably would look a lot better. But it's at a point now where like everything is so crisp and clean that it is well, so freaking obvious. OK, so I have a question. Yeah. Because Supergirl, right? Uh-huh. Supergirl has some, I I guess you would say bad CGI. It doesn't bother me. It's For but... some reason... TV does not bother me. TV CGI does not bother me because my it... brain is locked into a thing of like they only have so much money for a budget. Yeah, but is it that level of CGI? Because like no, that's all I can picture when kind you say of. it's bad CGI. Like kind of. Like, I think what it is is that like. Because John Jones does not look good when he's the Martian, when he's like in his full green Martian. Yeah. He and just y- does not look good. Which is funny because I look at that and I go, "Wow, that looks pretty good for a CW TV budget, actually." Yeah, uh, but. But if if you were to talk about traditional CGI, you know, so again, I don't care about that shit. I just like, I, well, no, it's just the fact that like, it's hard for me to watch it and like, like get sucked into it because my brain is spending so much time looking at this thing. If the whole thing were CGI, they would look fine. The problem is that it looks like a thing from a CGI film was cut and pasted into Into this live action environment and like, not even in like, like Roger Rabbit works for me (laughs) and this doesn't and i don't know what the disconnect is there so that's bad but then i'm watching episode one and the story like the actual story of that that original trilogy is supposed to be that like the rise of the empire basically which then also culminates in the alongside the fall of anakin skywalker to become darth vader so by the end of it the empire is huge and darth vader exists cool but like because they already start with the premise of you know where this is going to end they don't do any real they, i don't feel like they don't do any of the work and maybe this is because george lucas is not like the strongest writer because he had other writers and directors working with him and then not in the in the prequel trilogy but like the first episode one is structured as like it opens up and you learn about this like weird trade war that's being like really the whole thing is just a, a front for the, the Empire to build its strength. Cool. In the end of that movie, there's a big battle about it. Cool. But in the middle of that, they spend a bunch of time on Tatooine where you meet baby Anakin Skywalker. And it really doesn't do anything for the rest of the story of the movie except to be like, hey, look, it's baby Anakin Skywalker. Because <laughs> all it does is they get stuck on that planet for a little bit and then they get off of it. That's what the whole 45 minutes, right, which is cool. Like, that's fine. It's a great scene, but it doesn't have anything to do with anything. (laughs) The only thing that the pod racing scene helps is that it explains why he's a good pilot at the end of that movie, which fine. You can have that scene in the movie without it being 45 minutes of the whole freaking movie. This is like where I was talking about the three act structure. The whole second act of that is nothing with the rest of the other two acts and the problem is that the biggest problem with that structure then becomes that when they get to act three a bunch of problems that were set up in act one are just magically solved because they need to get to the fight at the end of that movie like that movie <laughs> opens up where they meet jar jar biggs and they're trying to meet the the naboo that the the, the ones that live in the, the water one? yes that's where he's introduced 
Oh, is I an thought he was introduced Venice. in the second one. No. No, you meet him. Here's the thing. You meet him in uh, in episode one, and he has been kicked out of his underwater city because yeah. he was kind of annoying, and he, like, dropped something on the head of his king. That's his whole backstory. So I then thought he you find them... that out in the second episode. In no. the second one. No, I, he's explaining that to them wow. as they're dry. He's explaining that to them as they're underwater going to the pla- going to Wait, the city. Little Anakin goes underwater? No, little Anakin never goes with Jar Jar Binks oh, underwater. Okay. No, no. So that's why little, I'm confused. Little Anakin only exists in episode one. It's yeah. Hayden Christensen in episode two going forward. Yeah, I know. When yeah. do they go back to the underwater place with Jar Jar? They never they uh maybe they do in episode three, but Dana, as far as I know, Anakin Skywalker never goes underwater. I thought, what? I thought they did. I, I haven't rewatched episode three yet, so maybe that does happen. But I as far as remember. I know, Anakin Skywalker definitely hated, like hating Christian. Definitely Jake Lloyd, baby Anakin Skywalker never goes underwater. So when do they go back underwater? Without that, there is a scene where they go underwater, and it could not. Maybe it doesn't have Anakin in it, but there is definitely a scene yes. where I remember them swimming underwater. Yes. To go that's talk to the king. That's that's what I'm explaining right now. That's so they the meet first Jar Jar episode? Binks in the woods. Yes. Oh. They meet Jar Jar Binks in the in because so they get to so the thing is all those <laughs> movies do, blend together for me. I'm just gonna explain all of episode one now. Yeah. So Jesus. that movie opens with Obi Wan Kenobi and Qui Gon Jinn have been sent as ambassadors to like be diplomats for this whole trade war bullshit. Then they realize that it's a that it's a, a, a scam and so they try to escape that ship which is and get back to Naboo with Queen Amidala and all that with Natalie Portman and they get shot down. So they land outside the city, which is where they meet, um, which is where they meet Jar Jar Binks in the woods. And Jar Jar Binks is like, I can get you the city, but we have to use an underwater thing. And the only way to do that is to go back to my city and get a ship. But you know, problem being I'm not allowed in the city cause I'm annoying except that then they just go to the city and it's fine. <laughs> like that's my first like like he's like oh yeah I was ex- I was exiled because I'm kind of an annoying person cool weird thing to be exiled from your society from but sure <laughs> then they go to the city and they go to the king and the king is like I'm gonna give you a ship just to get this annoying guy out of my city again go oh. away like that's the whole scene oh my god I so he le- all so that so, happened in the second movie nope that's all episode one that's the whole opening of seven that's all of act one so. They get they get Queen Abadala and they're like, okay, so we've got to take Queen Abadala and go back to the Galactic Senate to do this thing. Okay, cool. So they go to do the Galactic Senate and it's like, okay, back to Naboo. Oh wait, we were shot down on Tatooine because we were shot down again. So then they spend forty five minutes on Tatooine trying to get a part for their ship, which is where you get Anakin in the pod race and everything. Wait, okay. <laughs> so that's where you get Anakin in the pod race and everything. That all works out. They get on the ship again, and then they go back to Naboo and then it's like, okay, now we've got to fight the droid army. Hey, what if we got the fish people to like us and, and do that? Cool. Let's have one conversation with them. And then again, completely forget that Jar Jar Biggs was exiled from his society. He's cool with everybody again. So he's part of this fight. And then they do it. Like everything is just like a one conversation, one and done thing because they, all of the middle part of that, where you would be like doing things to build up to that can't happen because they're on Tatooine doing Anakin Skywalker bullshit. <laughs> well, they teach you about the Metachlorians. Metachlorians. Oh. Which I, I don't I understand gonna... why I don't understand why people hate Metachlorians. People, 
hate midichlorians because the idea was supposed to be that the force is something you feel, not a scientific thing you can measure in people. Like that's what it really is. But is that the idea of the force being sense? But the whole idea is that the force is not supposed to make sense. That's why you have to train in it as a Jedi. The yeah, second you can start you know. applying science to the Force is the second you can start demystifying it. And people wanted it to continue to be a mystical thing. It's, of course, it's then they give you that in mystical. Force Awakens. Then, of course, they give you that in Force Awakens and The Last Jedi. And it becomes, well, how can she do this, this, and that without blah, 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 blah. So, you know. It's, uh, here's the thing. It can only be mystical for but, men. No, anyway. but what? <laughs> Sorry. I was just, like, being, just being shitty about people who are shitty about Rey again. Um... The midichlorians are still mystical just because it's part of... Oh, my God. It's well, I mean, so they're not. They're, they're little microbes that live in your body because yes. of the force. And the question is, like, the problem is that it's not really fully well explained if you can only use the force because midichlorians exist or if you can only measure the force because midichlorians exist. And because that is unclear, it becomes, why did you bother explaining this to me uh, if you weren't going to make it clear? I think it, it works. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I watch these movies differently than people. Yeah, I mean, I didn't have much of a problem. I still don't really have much of a problem with it. It's just one of those things where if I think about it too much, then I start to just have to want to strangle somebody because it's like, I like just, I said, from I would what... rather, if you're going to give me that explanation, give me the full explanation or just don't bother. It's the know. idea of like the whole thing existed because it was a plot device to be like, hey, we found this strong force kid. So we need an excuse to we need an excuse for why this kid who's like three years older than we usually start training Jedi should be trained as a Jedi. So we made up a bullshit measurement to explain why it was important. He has a shit ton of the force in him because he has a shit ton of midichlorians. Right. It makes the, sense. Right. But the, the yeah. But I think the other idea is that if he had that much of the force in him, Qui-Gon should have fucking felt that the second he walked in the room. There's no reason for him to have to measure that. That's, you know what I mean? He walks into a room with the most powerful Jedi in the world, and you don't get a bunch of people going, ooh, we feel the Force like fucking crazy off this kid. Because everything else has been, I feel the Force, I feel this. I felt an entire fucking planet die out from across the galaxy. So, like, the idea that you need to measure the Force at all is, like, a weird thing. Because, like, you couldn't yeah, feel could it. it. Could it be because An Anakin also has a lot of the dark side? Could it be because Anakin was built Yeah, in but a they can tube? feel the dark side. Could it? They could can, it they spend the entire movie saying we didn't understand what was going on with this, this, and this because the dark side was clouding our minds, which means they know that, that they can feel the dark side but what, too. But what he about... walks in the room and he and Yoda literally says to him, I feel the fear in you. But... Okay, but you don't feel the fucking thousands of midichlorians of force coming off well, of him? Well, because Anakin <laughs> was built in a test tube. <laughs> no, he, yes. he was built out of midichlorians in her, in her womb. I don't think he was ever in a tube. I, I think, think he was he used a test tube, baby. I mean, he's essentially a test tube baby. Yeah, but... he's essentially, he is a test tube baby, and I think that is why they can't sense it. It's cool. It's cool uh, uh... to Dale Decker. That's uh, why anyway. I like Anakin. It's why. <laughs> Fuck Star so anyway. Wars. So, so anyway, me, that's my problem. Up. That's my problem with that's my problem with episode one, episode two. No, oh, I'm not gonna go deep into it. But episode two is just like. I mean, I I, I, I hear what you're saying on I'm, it. Yeah, I'm and just... my big problem with episode two is that like I like there's there's versions of both of these movies. Again, the same way I wrote, I like rewrote Return of the Jedi in my head to be like fuck Ewoks. It's all awesome Wookies instead. Like cool, that would have been cool. But no, we got Ewoks. Whatever. Like. Episode one and two, I can rewrite in my brain to be like, oh, here's a version of this story that actually works. 
it's just not the version in front of me because this version in front of me doesn't work on a bunch of levels. And like episode two, I don't I don't see how they got together. I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't see it because there's like one scene where he's making her really uncomfortable and then they spend a bunch of time rolling in a field and now they're in love. <laughs> it's like, come on. But then you get like the whole scene in the desert where he kills all the sand, uh, the, 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 the Tuscan Raiders, which is a great, like it's emotional scene and you can see where they have a connection and cool. That could be, that's a very emotional, powerful scene for their relationship. Also, it only happens because there's one, two seconds where he has a bad dream and then decides he needs to abandon his quest to save his mother or to find his mother, which he only like, like you could have spent the whole movie having a whole conversations about him missing his mother. They have one at the beginning, they have one bad dream, and then he goes and kills a bunch of people. <laughs> like, it's just like, ugh. It's so much like, it's so much structured as you know that this is a bad, th- that this guy's gonna be a bad guy at some point, so like, why would we even bother to build up any of that? You just watch him do shitty things for a little while, and then he's a bad guy. So I'm loving Star Wars, by the way. <laughs> I like oh Star Wars. God. I just have learned that I don't remember these movies at <laughs> all. Like, I remember the things I want to remember from the movies, and that's it. That, that's pro- I don't know. Maybe I sh- I don't want to rewatch them. That's the thing. I want to rewatch Force Awakens. That's the movie I want to rewatch. Fine. I still think you should rewatch Last Jedi at least once, but you know. The only reason why I want to rewatch Last Jedi is for those those crystal foxes and the really cool scene of them drive of them driving of them flying over the white sand and it's red sand underneath. This is, those are the only two things I want to watch and the Casino Planet because Rose is awesome. Those are the three things from Last Jedi that I remember and like. <laughs> uh, but I still like Star Wars. <laughs> but I think it I sounds st- like I don't like Star Wars from all of this. I like Star Wars. I just don't. I wouldn't like be this Star mad Wars if I didn't also like the story. I love Solo. I could talk about Solo. Maybe. I haven't rewatched that. I haven't I rewatched re- that since I saw it in theaters. Yeah, I don't even remember that much of that. I just remember loving it. Solo Uh-oh. and Force Awakens. Those are my two favorite Star Wars movies. Get at bite, me. Bite me. <laughs> bite me bite about me it. Bite me about it. Um, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, that's the thing that, in all of this is that I'm sitting here because this is just how I like to experience things. No, it's and that's Large fine. chunks that's of totally complete fine. shit. But, like, it's going to be Zach watching the MCU all over again. Oh my god, I forgot I did that. That's the other how? thing. You know what I mean? How could you forget you did that? Oh, because you my brain remembers... about it. I know, and my brain remembers the movies, but it does not remember ever, <laughs> does not remember that I spent all that time doing that. So. Oh my god. Yeah, no, I, I'm really excited to play Fallen Order and play more Fallen Order. I just haven't bought it yet. Um, yeah. But the thing about Fallen Order for me is that it doesn't... The reason why I like it is that it doesn't feel like a Star Wars thing. It feels like it takes place in the Star Wars world, but it doesn't feel... And, like, I know you said it takes place, and I know that it does take place within... Between movies. It just doesn't feel like it. It just feels so different. And that's what I... Because I love the world of Star Wars. I just don't 
care enough about the characters that have already been shown to me, <laughs> except for a few handful, like a very small handful of them. Which is very funny because, like, the whole point of this series is that it's about these specific characters yeah. you don't seem to like. No. <laughs> exactly. I've watched Star Wars. Just like you play uh, Pokemon differently, I watch Star Wars differently. And that's entirely fair. That's entirely good. <laughs> um, I finally, like, am also rewatching. So the like the whole oh, Clone Wars God. thing is ridiculous because there are three different things named Clone Wars. Yes. And they're all, well, only two of them are technically canon. Although, so, before episode three comes out, episode two, Attack of the Clones, episode three is Revenge of the Sith. They decide they're going to do, they get the guy that made uh, Samurai Jack and Powerpuff Girls and Foster's Home and all that, Gendy Tartakovsky, also Hotel Transylvania, um, to make what they called a micro-series, which was a series of three to five minute shorts of the Clone Wars, which was just, here's a bunch of battle stuff from the Clone Wars, because really they only show up for like the last big battle of Attack of the Clones. So so you get like a whole, it ends up being like an hour or so of shorts, and this it's the bridge between the two episodes, mm-hmm. between episode one, two and episode three. So um, then Disney, then, then you get the Clone Wars movie, which is in 2008. So that's after Revenge of the Sith is out. So they decide they're going to do a Clone Wars movie, which technically would come after the micro series, but technically would be its own standalone thing. It's very confusing. This is where the canon starts to get all wonky. So like, so like technically the way that like, like the whole scar on Anakin's eye and his long hair and all of that mm-hmm. all comes between episode two and three. And you actually see in the micro series, the whole thing where you actually, they, they show you where he gets the scar and they show you between a couple of the, there's like two or three seasons of it where, where his hair gets longer. So it's actually like an explanation for all of that. And then when the clone Wars movie comes out, he's already got the scar and the long hair again. So like, okay, so I guess you could theoretically plop this in between the micro series in Revenge of the Sith, that it still works. Cool. Then Disney freaking comes along. And it's like, oh, we're actually wiping the extended universe canon, but we're keeping the Clone Wars movie, but we're getting rid of the Clone Wars micro series. And also this Clone Wars TV show that started, which technically is a sequel to the movie, is going to still exist. But that doesn't technically negate the micro series. It gets wacky. It gets so wacky yeah, because I'm now there's three it. things in the world that exist. There's a <laughs> There's a there's the micro series, there's the movie, and now there's a regular ass TV series that still has another season coming. Really? All called the Clone Wars. Jeez. So. That's ridiculous. So I just decided I'm gonna watch all of them and just not bother trying to decide what's canon and what's not there. Well, I'm there you jumble go. them all together and watch them because so far, I haven't watched anything that contradicts that other that contradicts the micro series. So there's no reason for it to not be canon as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. But I'll just watch it. Yeah. Plus, it just looks good. You got all these <laughs> great shots of oh, all these beautifully, beautifully, like, hand-drawn yeah. shots of, of, like, Mace Windu taking out entire fucking droid armies. <laughs> Ugh. Oh, man. <laughs> so that's that's where I'm at. I'm about I... to start the Clone Wars series itself proper. <laughs> nice. Well, maybe we'll come back and see how... I'll you, update you, you all next done. week and see where we're at. That's, um, it's six seasons. Oh, my 
that exists right now. Seventh one comes out next year. It's 120 episodes, all 22 minutes. That's 60 hours. I have to figure out how to watch 60 hours of a TV show relatively quickly. Oh, my God. And I can do that because oh. I'm all caught up on my DC stuff because Crisis starts on Sunday. Oh, my God. So. I think I'm like one episode behind on Supergirl and, v- and you very and, behind and Seasons on... behind on everything else? Well, yeah. seasons behind on everything else and, and behind on uh, Catwoman. Uh, not Catwoman. Why did I just say Catwoman? Because it's Batwoman, so <laughs> yeah. it's close. Yeah, Batwoman. Watch the first episode of Batwoman and, Batwoman, and it's great. Loved it. Um, loved the first episode. Yeah. What was it only say? gets it only gets more scene chewy and more ridiculous as it goes. Good. It's great. Um, <laughs> oh, last thing I want to say, and then I I think I'm good. I think I don't think I have anything else to really talk about. Um, I have listened. So Spotify has like your decade in review or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, I have listened to just this year over. Uh, 13,400 and something minutes of music. Jesus Christ. Yep. <laughs> I don't know how, how many minutes are in a year, Zach. Uh, I could probably Google that very quickly. I was trying to decide how much that translated into hours. Yeah. That's 217 hours of music. That's yeah. less ridiculous sounding when you put less it that way. Less ridiculous sounding when you put it that way. But yeah, um, it was really good. My band of the decade was Bowling for Soup. Of course. The no re- surprise there. I, I discovered like over two hundred uh new new groups or new uh new artists, but the one I vibed with the most that's vibed literally with. what it says. I'm sure the it one, does. The one I vibed with the most was the regrets. So hey hey, call out to the regrets. <laughs> hey hey, where are the monkeys? Hey yes. hey. But yeah, that's it. That's I just I like the number of thirteen thousand something minutes of music i i sat down to to try and like write down how many games i've played this year i mean finished is a much smaller number but like you just remember played. just played kingdom hearts 3 was the beginning this of this year i know we streamed that I, when i moved back in february i know it <laughs> was ridiculous i had the flu oh man Devin and i and joe had the flu oh long long year god ridiculous but, uh, i yeah, think that's gonna be it is, for this week this has been the say report junior it's not the say Re- this has been say report junior uh hope you enjoyed the episode if you want to find us or talk to us or listen to anything we are available on all of your podcast apps uh we're available on spotify you can find us on youtube if you search say report junior uh you can find us on twitter at Say Report Junior, and you can find both of us individually. I am at Dale's Brain. I am at Zer Whiskey. Woo! I Woo! want ice cream or a milkshake. We should get ice cream. So excited for Crisis. I cannot wait. Cannot wait. That's all we're going to talk about next week. Bye. Great. <laughs> Take it away, Liz. Thank you for listening to The Say Report with your hosts, Dale Decker and Zach Sarawick. Please follow the guys on Twitter and Facebook by searching for The Say Report. And you can always subscribe on your podcast channel so this is delivered straight to you and you can enjoy it every week. With apologies to your mother, we'll see you next time.